0: This is The Fundamental Podcast. You're listening to stories, lessons, and experiences of student athletes from around the world.
1: And how athletic crafts have shaped our identities. Welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fundamental Podcast, where we talk about stories, experiences, and athletes. I'm your co-host, Chang,
0: And I'm your co-host, Chloe.
1: Today, we have a very special topic, a very special guest for you guys. But before we jump into today's topic, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Fundamental Podcast. Much appreciated. Uh, we just want to keep pumping out these great content for you guys. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So without further ado, Kira, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody?
2: Yes, I'd love to. So hi, my name is Kira. I am from Michigan in the U.S. And a little bit about me is I am a junior in high school right now, and I'm also a gymnast.
1: Yeah, that's certainly uh, 100% great to have you here on our podcast today. Uh, it's great to hear our fellow student-athletes' opinions on different topics and things like that. So thank you so much for your time, for to speak with us today. And Chloe, do you want to introduce everyone to our topic today?
0: sure thing Um, again just to echo what chang said we're so happy that you tuned in today very happy to have kira as our guest and uh, we've never had a gymnast on the podcast before so we're very happy to have you here to share your insight and um, to our audience please look forward to everything that kira has to say because i'm sure it will be wonderful and the topic that we will be talking about today is overcoming mental blocks and trying to find the balance of the physical and mental especially at a high level of competition and training and how we essentially prepare to be our best um, you know through those challenges because I think that it's definitely something that everyone experiences on every single level of um, our sports and our respective athletic crafts and I know this is so relevant to what is happening in my athletic career right now. So um, of course, we start this podcast with some stories and just some context for you guys. So what made you think of this topic?
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, um
2: I've grown up through this sport of gymnastics. Like I started when I was four, and I am now sixteen year old, sixteen years old, still doing this um, amazing sport. and what really opened my eyes to talk about this specific topic was like when i was little i just i was happy to be flipping around jumping on the trampolines like doing it for fun but as i grew up like getting to the high level that i am at you really start to notice how much of like your mental, how much of the mental side can affect your physical side. And I feel like in our day and age, we don't necessarily always recognize that like in mainstream sports is always like what these athletes do, but we never really talk about how they prepare, which can be physically and mentally.
0: Right. Absolutely. And of course um, you've come to the right show because it is Fundamental to talk about funding the mental side of sports. Um, yeah, so uh, we're very happy um, that you chose this topic. So, yeah, Cheng, if you want to just like kind of start out with um you know giving us a little bit of storytelling with your athletic athletic crafts that you've had in the past and just how like the mental the mental side and has has you know, kind of shown its ups and downs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, if um, you guys are tuning in for the first time th- today, um, I am a golfer and was a basketball player as well. So, for golf, it's a very mental sort of sport. If anyone like plays golf out there, you guys know it's it's like the most one of the most like mentally challenging sports. You know, but pretty much all the sports. So, um, yeah. So definitely in the beginning, it kind of more like kind of steps steps every step away gets more and more difficult, especially in the beginning, when you try to like hit the ball for the first time, that's definitely the most difficult thing because like the weight of the club and also just the focus that you need and just like every the timing that you need to like hit the ball perfect, is just a very difficult to get right uh, for the first timer. And then as you progress through, uh, you get better. That's, yeah, yeah, you get better and better at hitting the ball, hitting more consistently, and yeah, more like different challenges come up like, sometimes. Uh, in tournaments, you might get nervous, uh, which is certainly a thing that happens with me from time to time. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot of like mental challenges in between. And then, yeah, pretty much just kind of echoing some of the things that we talked about so far. Um, just like, you know, when you're to playing tournaments, you just want to have fun with it. I like, don't just focus on like the achievement like so much sort of way.
0: True. I definitely would say, like, it's all about the process when it comes to, you know, dealing with the highs and lows. Um, Because, you know, of course, I, I remember in past uh, episodes that you've talked about how, like, if you, you know, miss one shot, or if you hit the ball wrong, like, if you let that get to you, your whole day could be completely off. So and I'm sure, like, it's that same concept with gymnastics um with if you're not ready for a certain twist or a certain jump or like you know whatever routine that you're going to perform or you kind of let like one false move kind of get in your head I'm sure like your whole routine is really um it's really taking a turn um if I if I could probably say say that from gymnastics am I right in saying that
2: yeah, for sure. Like when in gymnastics, there's force for events. And if you mess up a certain way, you fall, say on beam, you have to like, reframe your mind and get up and go again. And it can be really difficult to keep your mind straight and in tune with your body. So yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And of course, it goes um, along with swimming. So in a given race, or any given race day, rather, You might have, let's say, like three to four events per day and you might have one that you absolutely love, one that's, you know, something that you might not swim as often and then um, typically your coach might give you um, an event that maybe isn't your strongest or that you are kind of... Uh, dreading um, to say the very least. So um, some people might feel um, like they're really against the mile or the 200 fly, the 400 IM. Um, so I would say there's that, there's that component where you might be kind of anticipating like what's coming next or what's in the future and like that could be in a mental block itself because you're not present, you're not focused on, you know the the races and being the best you can possibly be. For every single race up until the race that you don't want to swim, or the race that you're most scared of, or the the race that you just don't feel as confident in. So, I think that with swimming, um, the the biggest thing with just that that kind of low um, of a mental block is really trying to stay present, really trying to stay focused, um, being able to you know focus on the race details and just the the quality of each individual swim. Um, because like gymnastics, you know, if you have like another um, event that you're doing it during the day, but then you completely messed up like your floor routine or something, same goes for swimming. If you, you know, completely messed up a race or you just feel like it was definitely an off day or you're not feeling your best, you, you have to really pick yourself up. You have to, you know, just kind of, I mean, it's okay. Allow yourself to have that frustration, you know, get that Emotion out, you know whether you're cooling down or just kind of in between races. But I mean this this is a really fast paced um, event when it comes to um, race days, believe it or not. Um, as you know, some people in the audience might say differently. You know that swimming um, some events might take long or something like that. But really, I mean the the timeline of you know how you evolve mentally like throughout the throughout the day and a given swim meet is. Pretty crazy. I'd say like there's just definitely a lot that can happen. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot to deal with. So being present and just taking it one race at a time. And um, you know, if if something bad happens, like just trying to focus on the next race because it's one of those things where it's completely out of your control once you submit. Um, you know, it's something where you can look at the race, know what you did um well, you know what you did that you can do better. And, you know, make, make note of that, you know, vocalize that with your coaches and stuff. And, you know, I'm sure in, um, gymnastics and golf, like it's important to really, you know, use that, um, coach connection and, and try to, you know, vocalize like, Hey, like, you know, I'm not feeling great today or I'm not actually, I am curious about that. Is that something that often happens in gymnastics where you kind of like, I don't know, I've seen on, you know, maybe like the very high level, you know, like national or olympic level where yeah you know, I see gymnasts like talking to their coaches and stuff like kind of what's the conversation if there's you know kind of a mental block that day or, or something's off
2: yeah for sure so w- communication is always key in any sport I feel like um and in gymnastics in particular you have to be your own voice like you have to be the voice of your body if you're hurting you have to voice how you're feeling. And I think your relationship with your coach is incredibly crucial. And there have been times where I've had mental blocks on a specific scale, like on bars, I had a mental block on my bail. And I've had experiences with coaches not completely listening to what I have to say. But um, I recently switched gyms and got whole new coaching staff and had to really get to know them as they got to know me. And really whenever like I was feeling like if I ever had a day where I wasn't feeling 100% or whatever I would just talk to them like they're human beings like anyone else so being able to have that connection and making like your voice being heard through the sport is very important and I think whenever you're having difficulties whenever I have difficulties I'm I always feel comfortable to go to them. And they're always willing to listen. Because I remember one, like a couple weeks ago, uh, we have Sunday practices. So on one Sunday practice in the morning, I was just like, I was so tired. I wasn't really feeling it. And I told my coach that and she's like, okay, take your grips off, just do some drills. So they really, if you talk to them, will listen to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Very, very, I think that's a yeah, that's a great point you brought up here, like the communication between the athlete and the coaches. Yeah, definitely very important. Um, just like, especially when coaches need to like, I think we need to understand like, coaches, yes, they are your coach thrown away. They kind of have this above you sort of sense, but that's less less what we think, what you do think about coaches. But like, we need to understand that that barrier is not there. They are like part of team as you are. You guys are equal. Like you guys are equally important to a part of a team, or just individually as well. They care about you, and you care about him or her as well. So yeah, we're just ready to just just talk to them. Like if you're feeling sort of way, you like talk it out. Uh, if you are struggling with something, they can give you advice for it. It doesn't have to be just specifically sport related. It could be outside the school, outside the sport. Um, it could be anything. You just anything that's on your mind, you can just talk to them about it. They're your support system. So yeah, definitely a great point. I really agree with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think another really great point that you brought up is just being a voice for your own body. I really like the way that you phrase that. And I think that just the body awareness is something that can honestly be a help and a hurt when you are, you know, maybe anxious or frustrated. Um, I see you nodding. So I'm, I'm sure that you have a story to share, but I would say at least for swimming, I think if, if something's totally off or like, I know there's a phrase that a lot of people use, like those pool feels slow. Like that's something that you might hear at swim meets, but it's kind of our way of saying like, okay, something's off, like something's, you know, there's, I don't know, there's this feeling that it's, it's really hard to like put into words, but just trust us on on that one where um you know sometimes like the body awareness is um it can kind of stir more anxiety of like oh this doesn't feel right or i'm not supposed to feel this way or i should feel this way but i'm not um so i know that's you know especially pertinent during times of championship seasons because there's this really magical thing called taper and Um, It's basically where you do some really, really high intensity swimming, a lot of um, dress rehearsal work, if you will, um, to essentially like prepare yourself for the really big days where you're going to basically be, be swimming to get lifetime best, um, getting the most points for your team or, you know, whatever the case may be, you're going to go fast and um, you know, so you're, you're decreasing your volume, but, um, increasing the intensity. So essentially just trying to, um, get your body used to as many, um, high intensity moments of racing as much as possible, um, with some rest. So of course the rest part is the a really good part, but, um, anyways, so that can, that, that time, um, for a lot of swimmers and just a lot of athletes when they're preparing for a championship season season feel like, oh, I, I have to, you know, feel a certain way either emotionally or physically or mentally. Like, you know, I have to be like in the zone already. Like, why am I not feeling like mentally prepared or like, you know, oh, like this is, you know, coming really fast. You know, like I just don't, I don't know if I'm ready and just being able to, you know, I think reiterating focus, focusing on what you can control, I think is just the, the best way to take your mind off of the you know, the doubt and uncertainty. And I, I think that Kira brought up um, a good point of just, you know, being able to, you know, know your support networks and, um, you know, really have people in your life that can affirm, okay, like, this is, you know, the right track that I'm supposed to be on, or, you know, this, this is where I'm supposed to be at, you know, just having those people that you, that you love, care about, and, and love and care about you, you know, like, make sure you reach out to, you know, family in any way that they can support you and, you know, your teammates, of course, because your teammates are, you know, some of the best, the best people to um, care for you in your sport. But, um, you know, really just utilizing that, that network of people that you have in your network of supporters. I think that just realizing that in times of uncertainty or in times where you're doubting yourself or you might not feel totally prepared, you know, it's, there's nothing like, you know, a good affirmation of like, yeah, I've been seeing you work really hard this whole season, like, you're, you're going to do amazing, like, I can feel it, I know it, like, you've, you've proven that to us, you know, so, um, you know, use them as external validation if you feel, if you feel uncertain about your performance, I'd say.
2: Yeah, and I think also with any connections and teammates that you have, they really are there to help you and support you in any way, like, in gymnastics meets you'll always hear teammates screaming on the sideline like wanting you to do your best like they're there to help you and I think realizing that and noticing how big of a role that they play in your um, sport is something really that can really impact you because they are there doing the same sport that you love that you love to do and you guys are doing it together like you're a team you help each other, and I think that's something that's really beautiful about sports is that it can bring people together to support one each other and and your goals.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I personally, I like, really, really glad that Chloe you brought up like that good, really good point about it. So, I feel like a lot of athletes out there are afraid to like share their own like feelings about their body, how they're feeling, because they don't want to be. The, like the weak link sort of way i like, said so that's for performing personally uh sometimes i just can like hide it i how my hide how my feeling like just like because like you know some, some reason just don't want to say hey i don't want to just like appear to be like weak or just don't want to like say i don't want to play or something like that so i uh, yeah so i like, definitely so just for all the athletes out there just don't be afraid to like share your feelings I uh, appreciate, sure, yeah, the coaches, your teammates, they're gonna support you. Like, they know that. Uh, like, they're not gonna think, okay, you're weak because you shared this feeling with us. That's just that's not how it really how it works. So, yeah, just uh, don't be afraid to share your feelings, share your thoughts, yeah, just be open.
0: And alongside that, I mean, like you're seeing your teammates. At their best and at their worst. So you have to remind yourself that vulnerability is power, and you know being able to, I mean, like any kind of sport, what whatever you're playing, whatever whatever you're doing, it's vast. Like there's so much to learn. There's so much to understand about your respective athletic craft. And I, I know for swimming, it's an especially vast sport where you're gonna see a lot of different, Um, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of different emotions, a lot of different um, moments of victory, of glory, of, you know, this, this feeling of just, like, euphoric, like, excitement for, you know, racing, this adrenaline, like, there's just so many amazing feelings within swimming, but there's also a lot of frustration, and just seeing people down, or upset, or disappointed, and, you know, that's, that's something that is also challenging to prepare for, um, at high level meets or high level performance, because you might not always ask for that. And I think that's also a topic, um, that's really, that goes unnoticed is that it is hard to deal with the whole bag of emotions that you might experience during a performance or just the behaviors or just the, like motion around you, like it can sometimes feel almost dizzying with how much is going on, what's happening, and just all the different personalities on the team, or just how you can kind of navigate like your own process, especially if you're feeling anxious or nervous, Um, you know, to just find the people that you, you know, really really need whether it be comfort or whether you need an affirmation like we just mentioned or you know hype or whatever whatever you need a shoulder to cry on like I mean it's it's important to really find those connections and find those specific people that you know are gonna really lift you up and you know affirm your energy rather than you know kind of drain your energy by just you know kind of like putting your concerns to the side or you know brushing you off but at the same time it's also your responsibility as an athlete to keep your own behavior and emotions and how you display your like excitement or frustration in check so I mean that's that's challenging um, at a high at a high level sometimes and um, despite um, if there's a lot of things going on you know if there's just a lot to take in, or if you're overwhelmed, um, it can be hard because it's, it's easy for athletes to wear their heart on their sleeves. And, um, I would definitely say like, there might be a little bit of silence within, within that, um, fact because, um, and silence meaning like we don't always see it, you know? So these athletes, especially when I watch gymnastics, like it either seems like there's a lot of like animation or positivity or, you know, a lot of like fake it till you make it kind of kind of thing. But I'm sure that's not how it always is. So it's really important to just like preserve your energy, knowing who who's going to be there for me, you know, when, when I am, you know, in this element of glory and victory and who's going to be there for me when I really need to be picked up and, you know, kind of brushed off sat on my feet again and, you know, trying to get ready to move on. Kira, do you have people, um, that you can definitely say like, okay, this is the friend that, you know, is going to really hype me up or like, this is, this is the group of people that will really listen to me. Or do you think that you can make that like distinction on your team?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um. There are certain people who, when you just walk into the gym, who are always, like, they always carry that, carry that energy and always have a smile on their face and are, like, ready for the day to go. So their energy kind of makes their way onto you, if that makes sense. Like, it's sure. almost contagious. And there are other teammates of mine who are not as outspoken, but are always there behind me, like, when I'm doing a skill, I can always hear their voice in the back of my head or they can, like, I can always hear them saying something. So I know that support is there. And I think it's also good to note that teammates support each other in different ways. Like they may not always say it, but they are present and they are there with you. And I think each one of my teammates in specifics are like they each show their support differently, and it is definitely something that you can notice.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's glad to hear you have the support system around you have people so that you can reach out to, and kind of just like going off of that point, um, kind of just want to like link it to like pro sports in a little bit. So like I see a lot of people, one is about basketball, soccer, or football if you're from Europe, um, or like for American football, just any team sports out there. People usually focus on the people who actually perform the best. Like the stats, like people just look at the stat lines. And then other one, when people saw like, let's say a lot of superstars on the same team doesn't work out together, people start wondering why. And the re- one of the reasons is like, the support system of that we're talking about today. Sometimes some players may not have the best stats on like a stat sheet, but their impact what within the team, how they able to influence their teammates, how they able to support them when they're down? That's the most one of the most important parts uh, to like uh, a, ch- a championship team. So yeah, definitely agree with that point.
0: For sure. And I think just the way that you're describing the different personalities on your team, just always being there for you, that consistency. Um, I think that really plays a big role into, of course, something that I will always and forever plug on this podcast, which is journaling. I'm a big journaler, and I, I think Kira, you got excited, so yes, journal- I am.
2: Too. Yes, oh I started the new year. I was like. I want to journal more. I want to write my thoughts down so I have a spot where I can look back in a year and like
0: see how much I've grown. So I'm I'm there with you on the journaling. <laughs> awesome. That's that makes me really happy to hear. But um yeah, anyways, so I think the the aspect of sport that probably needs a little bit more attention is just the gratitude and appreciation that we should have just not only for our teammates and, you know, for Um, you know moments where we are celebrating but also just the ability to perform the ability to come to practice every day we get to you know train we get to race like those are things that are a privilege and those are things that you know we love to do we've sought them out for how many years of our life so I mean this is something that we should honestly you know if you're if you're comfortable doing so write down or you know share with share with people you know have an inspiring conversation because i feel like you know in times of doubt and in time times where you know it matters most where you're really trying to prepare for a really big com or um really big competition really big conference really big event um it's always important to just like remind yourself of how much you've been through how much training you've done so whether you're looking back on your journals um you know, just seeing like the, you know, amount of work that you put in say, like, I mean, that should even be enough in itself to say like, okay, I've done a lot. Like, you know, I deserve a really good performance at the end, you know? And I think that um, also just, just being able to write down like, you know, some affirmations for yourself um, and just like key words that you might have for yourself that you can say over and over, you know, that will, that will lead you lead you to, you know, your success within, within your performance, but then also just being able to like journal gratitude, you know, like I'm, I'm so thankful that I get the opportunity for me to swim. Like, I mean, I just love, I love the sport for so many reasons, but being with the water, you know, racing, that feeling of just, you know, having my teammates behind me, um, even in, you know, good times and bad, like, I mean that's that's something that is just invaluable and that will never lose its luster i feel like so um i can definitely i can definitely think about all the ways that gymnasts can you know have those affirmations too so um could you just explain a little bit on the on the side of like how you how you view gratitude in gymnastics and how that can help you overcome mental blocks
2: yeah for sure so i think When you mentioned affirmations, it like it reminded me of something because we 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 have these mindset trainings every Tuesday. So where we can like just focus more on the mental aspect of our sport. And one of the things we did was we wrote down our own affirmation um, and I actually have mine in my phone right now so that I see it every day and I'm like, okay, yes. Mine, actually, I can read it right now. It says, I am capable of whatever I put my mind to. And I think just writing down what I feel is possible makes it more possible. Because in the times of frustrations, like during a mental block, it's hard to really believe that it is possible. So I think just giving that constant reminder is something that is well needed. And in terms of like showing gratitude and seeing the gratitude and doing your sport. Um, I think if you really take a whole step back from your sport or wherever you are in, in your life, and you just take a step back and you reflect on where you started from to where you are, you can see so much growth and so much so much that has happened in in between that time and I think for me especially looking back on old videos or of when I was like a little kid I just I'm so thankful that I stuck with this sport because it gives me so much joy and to be able to push through the hard times like the mental blocks was something that challenged me but ultimately like made me who I am today. Like it was a part of me to push through that and to get through that to get back to how much I love um this sport. But yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. I um well first of all, I just want to say like it's so amazing to see someone like I can totally trust you when you say that gymnastics brings you so much joy because like the way that you describe it, the way that like your face just lights up. I mean there's, there's really nothing better than, you know, a happy athlete. And I would say like, you know, there's definitely wise words that from my coach just recently that have, has really like, you know, been, been with me, like really the whole season, but a happy swimmer is a fast swimmer, like, and, you know, gratitude and appreciation makes me happy. So I feel like that's definitely why I emphasize journaling so much, Um, you know, in all aspects of your life, but especially with, just reiterating how um, blessed I am in so many different ways. But yeah, it's always it's always good to just remind yourself that there's so many ways to be thankful and there's so many ways to be happy. Chang, I know you're going to say something.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first of all, yeah, thank you for sharing all your affirmations. Yeah, it's just great to hear um, how you're able to like, approach, this, uh, approach gratitude and things like that. Um, so thank you for that. yeah, I definitely say that uh, a couple of things. I, I just saw uh, how that. um I kind of we during my last season um at the high school golf, we did like something similar. um it was basically well, it was not really affirmations, but it was more like just goal setting in general, where we would like put down like just a couple goals we want to achieve by the end of the season. And yeah, um. Even even though, yeah, it kind of helped me a little bit as I see, like, hey, what I want to achieve. Even though some of the goals, I I kind of took it, like, as a joke um, for some things that's, like, um, more, like, funny side of things. Um, Also, some things that's, like, a little bit out of reach. Um, But, like, overall, it was, like, just very helping, just, like, not really um, playing the sport. Um, Just take a break from playing the sport and just, like, look back and see what I want to do next um yeah it's definitely great for, it's definitely great for that and yeah also great glad to hear you have uh, videos that you can go run back and watch and yeah sounds great
2: yeah to touch on like goal setting and how great it can be for a sport i knew i know for me um writing down my goals was Like it helped me so much because it gives you something to work towards, I feel like. And also like when I had a mental block, the way that I came back from it and tried to push through it was through little goals each day. So like I started um every day writing down what I wanted to do so it started off small like small little things where I just keep going and then I kept writing goals for the next day so then once I did it I'd be prepared for the next day and then I kept going and building and building kind of like like climbing up a ladder in some way to reach like the ultimate goal which would be like Um, getting away from the mental block and actually going for the skill so I think goals are so so important in sports and can be very very
0: helpful
1: yeah yeah absolutely and uh,
0: (laughs) it's the second time we've jinxed wow yeah (laughs) like
1: so like yeah kind of just touch on uh, um definitely goal setting very important and then kind of just touch on back to another point that you mentioned um how like getting through like a mental block is a it's like, the shape you who you are as a person. I definitely agree with that, even though uh, I think just so sometimes we we'll appreciate those challenges at times. Yes, they might be difficult to overcome, a hundred percent true. But like every time you overcome them, you just feel stronger in a way. Um, you just feel like, okay, if I can overcome this, um, I can pretty much just uh, like do anything in the sport I want to. Anything I can achieve is possible. So like, yeah, it's just uh, sometimes we just you know, appreciate our challenges. I gonna bring up another like outside source. I I watched one of these TED talks about stress, like how sometimes we we usually think stress as like the thing to avoid. Every single year you're going to high school or to college, you have at least a one or two counselors saying, "Don't overstress yourself." Yes, that is true. You don't want to have too much stress on yourself. However. Um, it's good to put a little bit more stress on yourself because you want to like you know challenge yourself a little bit and it just when you overcome it, it helps your personal growth. So like yeah, I definitely agree with the party said about the mental challenges.
0: Of course, I, I think appreciation for challenges definitely something that can help you understand a little bit where you're at during a you know high performance season or just being able to recognize that you're going through something that's, that's normal, you know, like that, that fear, that stress. I mean, that means that you care. It means that you really do value the sport and you know your contribution and that's a good thing. So I think just being able to really, um, you know, see your, your challenges as a gift and, you know, just the amount of growth that you have shown to overcome those challenges that's something that's really worthwhile. And, um, yeah, I think that, like you said, um, Kira before, where you've been through so much with this sport, you've, it's given you, you know, highs, lows, the good and bad. It's, I mean, you've been through mental blocks. You've been through, I'm sure a really great, like glorified moment where you're just like, Oh my goodness. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now. And all those things, are just so important to remember and you know those those memories of you know that that glory and that victory and just being able to be kind of so in love with like your the everything you've been through and just like all of the, pa- the past moments that have um, really stuck with you in the sport you know just just really appreciating those that's something to to definitely take into consideration when trying to look for ways to affirm yourself within your sport and gain confidence and say, okay, look at not only the the challenges that I've been through, but I know I've had past races or I've had past events where I've done really well. So, I mean, objectively, like I'm set up to be at my best, you know? So just, you know, using, using the objective evidence too, of like your, your past history within a sport, like that's something that, you can always use to, you know, help you um, kind of, I think, I think this is like the, the word, word of the day for the show is affirm, like really affirming yourself within the place that you have on your team and the place that you have within the sport in yourself. Um, So I feel like that's always really important to remember.
2: Yeah. And you can even use it to fuel your motivation for, continuing on because I think when you like reflect and you notice everything that you've been through um you can use it as a way to like motivate you to continue to see how far you can go how many skills that you can get or achieve how how like in swimming the best time you can get like you you can use it to your advantage because though it is your past it is something that you've been through, like, you know, it already happened. So why not use it to your advantage to hopefully do better in the future?
0: Absolutely. Of course. Well, um, I would say, let's do a quick recap, because I think that we've touched on a lot of different parts within this, this topic. So just to remind our audience, we basically talked about overcoming mental blocks and how to just be at your best um, at a high level, especially when there's um, a lot of external factors or just anxiety or doubt, um, you know, trying to prepare for those moments. And a lot of our audience members are probably within some type of um championship season have completed championship meets so of course um we wish you the best for um, all of those performances and we really hope that um the summary that I'm about to give really sticks with you and just you can remind yourself that you deserve a really good end to your season so we talked a bit about um the affirmations within the circle of your sport. So whether it be, you know, reaching out to those coaches to, um, you know, vocalize like the feelings that you might have. So whether it be like you're really nervous or you're really, um, you have a lot of anxiety over a certain event or a certain um, point in the season, it's really important to just be able to, you know, find the people um, around you that are gonna, you know, help you in every aspect of the sport. So if you need that motivation, if you need that hype, or if you need, you know, that, um, consolment or whatever you, you feel like is going to best, um, help you through a challenge or, you know, that, that doubt, but the, the doubt is inevitable. So, um, it's important to just recognize that this is something that a lot of people go through. So, um, you are not feeling anything out of out of the ordinary if you are nervous or just feeling a little bit um, on the edge in terms of like feeling confident and everything. That's totally normal. But I think we honestly talked a lot about just affirmations within, you know, loving the sport, being able to recognize that we have come a long way recognizing growth, recognizing challenges as a gift, rather than something that's just adding to our stress, we should just view it as something that, you know, hey, we've been through this, you know, we've, we've come a long way. So I think being able to, you know, express gratitude, express appreciation for everything that we've been through in every moment, um, good and bad, is, is really important. It's the best that we can do. And, you know, being able to be resourceful with the feelings that we have leading up to you know a championship meet or a performance. I mean, I'm even, you know, gonna walk my talk and really, um, you know, I'm I'm gratitude journaling. I'm, you know, looking back and, you know, appreciating all of the hard training that I've done throughout the season and, you know, even just like today's practice. Yeah, I mean, like preparing for our meet and um, you know, just seeing how amazing, um, you know, the, the performances of my, of my fellow teammates, you know, just, just seeing them, like, getting really ready to race, being able to swim fast, and, um, you know, that's inspiring, so, of course, just taking it all in, you know, like, you might feel nervous, you might, you might feel anxious, but ultimately, like, those feelings will completely dissipate when you, you know what you can do best, and that's, that's getting up there and race, racing, being performing, being fast, whatever the case may be in your sport, just doing what you love is something that will always provide comfort.
1: Yeah, that was a great summary. I certainly really enjoyed that. And for, before we do a quick wrap up, Kira, do you have anything else to share with the audience today?
2: Uh, yeah, that was an amazing summary by <laughs> Chloe, but I think... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think she definitely highlighted that, highlighted the important parts. Like our conversation went from talking about mental blocks and the aspects of that to finding comfort in your teammates and your support system. So I think it's crucial and important to know that within sports, There is so much you can gain from it and so much you can learn from it, whether that be your teammates um, going through challenges or just showing up every day. Like you can learn something new from your sport that you've been doing for a while every single day. And I think the connections that you built can strengthen as you continue. And it's just a cultivate like it's a whole place where you can learn new stuff and i think yeah
0: that's absolutely that's very very true i mean yeah we can always we can always definitely learn um every single day i'm still learning so much about swimming which is crazy because i feel like i know so much but it's it's amazing what you can really find out
1: yeah absolutely um oh yeah i actually touched on this a little bit in the past episode forgot which one because we have done a lot of past episodes and speaking of past episodes if you haven't got a chance to uh watch them or we'll take just take a listen i recommend you guys to do so yeah we talked. us we actually touched on this topic how applying the lessons we learned our sports and applying to our daily life uh, We actually touched on that quite a bit so yeah very i just encourage you guys to uh and listen to our past episodes and yeah
0: Absolutely. And um, of course, I'm going to try to um, get the list of things our audience should do, our, a task list for our audience. I'm going to try to get it all. So um, Chang, you're going to hold me accountable. So first you can go um, and follow our Instagram. It's Fundamental Podcast. And we post um, Motivational Mondays from Um, professional athletes are very well-known athletes and it's a quote to just help you power through your week and we also post updates on there where um, it might be about the guest or um, you know just highlighting our different resources that you can go to so um, if you click on the link tree in our bio we have our website where you can find the recorded episodes if you choose to listen to them um, online in that way we also have our google form where if you would like to be a guest please fill that out it is very short and it's where we can um, directly contact you through whatever method you prefer whether it be email or phone number and um, we can make sure that you get set up to record um, with us on for the show so please check that out if you're interested or refer a friend. Um, I'm sure there's loads of athletes out there that you know um, that have a valuable story to share and we'd love to hear it and highlight it on the show. And then let's see, um, finally. This is climatic. No. I don't know <laughs> if there's anything else, but we'll we'll call it a day and say that um, that's, that's really, um, that's really what you can do to to support us. And of course we welcome your feedback. Um, So you can DM us or email us fundamental podcast at gmail.com and you know, send us, send us your feedback, of course, but we're very, very thankful for Kira, your passion for gymnastics. I'm sure anyone in the audience that was um, a gymnast, I'm sure that they really enjoyed your stories and really can uh, relate to experiences that you've had for sure.
2: Yes, it was lovely talking to you guys. I really enjoyed it. So
0: thank you again for inviting me on. Of course, of course. All right. Well, um without further ado, we'll we'll let you um kind of think about all the things that we said and um maybe you'll be inspired to be a guest yourself. But until then, until the next episode, I was your co-host Chloe. I
1: was your co-host Chang.
0: And this was an episode of the Fundamental Podcast. We'll see you next time.
1: Yep. See you guys. <laughs>